oh, well, there goes my panties, and there goes my shirt, and there goes everything, because you, whoops, there goes my shirt right over my head. <laughs> you know, that's my stripper song. Is it? Yeah. It's always When were you a stripper? <laughs> Welcome to Kitty Whispers. Episode 11. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we are so excited. Yeah. To be joining you all today and each other. I feel like I've seen you. Yeah. Lauren and I have seen a lot of, a lot of each other this weekend. We uh, were about to have knockdown drag out yesterday, but we got through it. <laughs> I was a little sensitive and she was a little hungry. And yeah. The two don't mix very well. But the wonderful thing is, is that we are so, we're at the level, I think, of our friendship where it can be like, you're being a little bitchy. Well, mm-hmm. you're being a little sensitive. Well, you're being, and then we're both like, okay, you're right. Well, like, and we're then both, we move on. Yeah. And we let it go. And that was it. And we didn't have to drag anything out. And no. then we came back and watched the elf. Truth. What and while we? you were sleeping. And while you were sleeping. What were we doing yesterday that was so fun before yeah, it became Yeah, we on? were taking our fun. We got some updated Kitty Whisper photos and Christmas photos for. With our new Kitty Whisper we shirts. We assumed y'all were tired of looking at our old photos that we just have been, you know, regenerating. So. Yeah. So shout out to uh, PostNet. We got, we got new little shirts made. Yes, PostNet. Shout out to Russell, my brother, for being our photographer. He did a great job. The most. And I love it. <laughs> y'all are going to – I'm really excited about him. So hopefully y'all yeah. will enjoy him too. I so. mean, yes. My favorite thing, though, I have to say is how you will – and I started the day off with your conversation about your dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it made my whole morning. I had a really weird dream – um, when was that? Was that like Friday night? Yeah, because Saturday yesterday. Morning. Okay, yeah. So I had a dream on Friday night. Well, technically it was Friday morning because I woke up thinking that was weird. But I don't know if any of y'all watch The Boys, which is like the superhero show on Amazon. Highly recommend if y'all don't. Anyways, so basically I had a dream that I was a superhero in that show and my superhero power was turning people into, well, I turned a man into a corn cob. <laughs> oh she calls me and she goes, I just had the weirdest dream. And I was like, what? She said the whole thing about the boys. And yeah. then she goes, there's this lady standing on the edge. <laughs> She was like on this pier and she was being assaulted by this man and I just zoomed in out of nowhere like I flew in. So I guess I could fly too. I guess that's a superpower. I flew in, turned him into a corn cob and rolled his ass into the pond. And she goes, what kind of bullshit power is that to be able to turn people in vegetables? I said, look, but I think, I mean, might be kind of painful to go from being a corn on the cob to some popcorn. Yeah. like stick them out in the I could probably maybe fly them into the desert and let them pop and that'll really like real slow 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 burn 
it was just so weird. And then Russell, I'm telling Russell the dream, and he's like, don't corn cobs float? And I'm like, well, he didn't. He was the same body weight. Yeah, I guess. I guess his body weight was still heavy. He just visually looked like corn and had no more arms, so he couldn't swim. So he just sunk to the bottom. So great. <laughs> so great. I also have to say that it was really, really great uh, getting to hang out with Deidre and her brother. Like, you know, it's always interesting to see family dynamics. And uh, he called somebody a douche waffle. And it made me so excited because her favorite is dipshit idiot. I was like, oh, so these kind of nicknames just run in your family. Like, yeah. this is what y'all, yeah. Most of the time we're calling each other those things. So. He was really impressed with your Britney Spears singing. He should be. <laughs> It's a talent. It's one day I might do it for y'all, but not today. You're not gonna give a little line? No. But <laughs> it's so funny. what was your like honest thoughts on the dynamic of Daydre and her brother? You were a little bit more He's uptight. more high you oh, Emma. You were a little bit around him. I think that's why I was feeling touchy, like, because I felt like maybe you were, you were in brother sister mode, and it, and I felt like I was on the receiving end of some of that, and I, that's why finally when I started being kind of pissy back, it was because I felt like you had been slow pissy, but I don't think that when I'm looking back on it, I don't think that you were intentionally being pissy. It was just no. I think the dynamic of like so brother basically, sister relationship. Russell is my older brother, but I act older I seem to he just he's all over the place sometimes and he can be a lot you were definitely more bossy than I'm used to you being yeah so I have to tell him to like tone it down well and that's what I'm saying I think you were a little bit like and so that's why I felt like you have been you were just doing that but maybe that's how y'all interact and I'm not yeah. used to you being that way towards me so finally I was like okay cut it out well like you know? I love I adore yeah. Russell don't get me wrong but I just know he he can be a lot for some people. And so when I bring around new people, yeah, I just have to be like, okay, you were the regulator. Like, Maybe that would have been your superhero name. You just woke up being the regulator yesterday. I guess. I, I think I just turned that on because I, I, I get, I don't know. We could dive yeah. into that, but yeah, that's a whole nother so, episode. Update. Her superpower is turning people into vegetables. Mm-hmm. And her name is the redheaded regulator. Yeah. And she was regulating yesterday. And then she was hungry. And then we went to a coffee shop and they took y'all. I thought she was going to climb over the counter. Uh, first of all, I was hangry. Second of all, I get the whole like craft cocktail She's... thing. My favorite line though. Tell them you were what? like. Is it part of their tra- employee training to tell them that they can make it faster than this amount of time that they have to No, like, like they're training for this position as a barista at this fancy little coffee shop and they tell them, don't feel rushed. Take your sweet ass time. Make the customer feel like this coffee is the best they'll ever consume. That's how I felt because... The man was moving at a snail pace. And then there was three other employees behind the bar not helping anyone. And they were just washing dishes. Washing dishes. I'm like, are they drying the fucking beans in the back? <laughs> well, and then, then hand grinding them? And then we wanted to uh, take our coffees to go. 
And they were... Well, they were spiked coffees. Yeah. And they weren't going to let us. And so we had to get a water cup. But then they were like reusable water cups. And then I went to go try to grab one from behind the counter real sly. And then I knocked over their She knocked tip over the tip jar. <laughs> so then change is like jiggly, lingly. Uh, hey, guys, can I help you with something? And now they think I'm like trying to steal the tips. And I'm like, I just Well, and me to- and Russell look at each other and I was like, did you see that smooth move just then? Because it wasn't. <laughs> I almost got it. My bracelet caught on the tip of the tip drawer and knocked it over. It was one of those little, like, cheap brown Well, and usually Russ is pretty high-strung. He doesn't have patience for that. He was being so calm. But he was, like, calmly saying, this is ridiculous. Why is this taking – like, he was being the calm one. I was being the, like – bitchy one because no, i'm like i just want to get in i want to get this coffee i want to get a little buzz i want to go eat some fried chicken at the next place we were going to shout out manhattan brew uh beer yes. project because that is my favorite brewery it's so good lauren introduced me to it thoroughly enjoy it if you're ever in the dfw area manhattan highly recommend you want to go get the fried chicken it's gluten-free Almost ninety nine percent of their menu is gluten free. Yes, not all their beers, but at least they still have one. They option. had like yeah. three. They yeah, had like the three, three options. I'm not a huge beer drinker, but it is good. It was. It's like a different change it's of so pace. But, but yeah. their food is just out of this world. So, and they had some really cute guys working behind the counter. They were cute. Yesterday. They all looked about twenty, but you know we like the young ones. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something like in rebuttal to that, and then I just didn't. <laughs> I've come to accept it at this point. So you want me to update you on um, your date? Yeah. Yeah, let's hear about how that. that went. So overall, you know, last week we talked about we how. We give him a nickname, but this was the hard body dude. Yeah. So pretty much, like I said last week, I've talked on and off with this guy for over a year finally set up a date it happens this week I don't love going on dates during the week because I'm really tired usually but that's just how things happen before my date I met Lauren for a couple drinks we hung out and then I met went down to you know the harbor at Rockwall met this guy we had dinner conversation was good he seems very smart um driven successful uh, seems to have his shit together. He was disturbed by, I guess, a lot of people in Rockwall are major conservative conservative people. Yeah. And he knew that based on shirts they were wearing. But So he was a little little sensitive. It was. And to me, I'm like. Like he's pointing it out a lot. It, he was. And he did bring it up several times that it was like mind blowing to him. And I'm like, I get it, but, like, I don't notice that stuff. People can believe what they want, do what you feel, as long as it doesn't affect me. Like, I'm not going to sit there and, like, be like, I can't believe someone's wearing that shirt. Like, Yeah, I live by the analogy of do no harm, take no shit. Like, if you're not bothering me, I don't care what you're doing. Yeah, I don't care. There's a lot of people that wear offensive shirts, but I don't care. Like, whatever. Do you think anybody was offended by our shirts yesterday? Probably not. We can't wait for y'all to see him. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't think that anybody would be offended by our shirts. Maybe actual sugar daddies. They can't be ours. I mean, I'm not opposed to one. So (laughs) hit me up. But don't expect anything in return. I just want your money. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> she wants to be a sugar baby with no sugar. Yeah, I want to be a sugar baby, and you're not going to get any sugar, but you'll get good conversation. So, okay, so this date was sounds fine and boring enough, like okay enough, normal <laughs> boring. enough. Boring. No, I mean, like he sounds no, okay. No, we had a good. We had a good time. We went and watched some karaoke afterwards. Well, then at the end of the evening, you know, it's getting kind of late. He walks me to my vehicle, um, tell him goodbye. And then, but he was like, you know, it's still early. Like, I'd still like to hang out. Well, I was ready to go home. I needed to go home and let out my bubbies. And he's a dog person. So I was like, you're more than welcome to come hang out. Mm -hmm. I didn't live, I don't live far from the harbor. So he comes over, we hang out. Um, you know, he makes the move and kisses me and I'm not going to lie. It wasn't. She felt like she was making out with her dog. No, cause I do kiss my puppers all the time and like open tongue though. Well, no, exactly. But that's what I'm saying. But I'm... if you had to imagine making out with your dog, it probably, I feel like Parker's super smart. He would pick up what I was putting down. He'd go with the motion of the ocean. <laughs> he wouldn't hit me with a tidal wave of slobber. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this was not great. And I'm sure he's listening, so sorry. But Listen, we're sometimes mouth, constructive criticism. This is constructive criticism. You're very kind and seemed okay until you maybe did have some drinks. And then you proceeded to do things that solidified your single status, at least with Daydree. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the makeout sesh wasn't something that I just was like. It dried up your biscuit rather yeah. than buttered it. Yeah, the biscuit okay. was dry. Was dry. Um, there was a lot of slobber. There was a lot of licking around my mouth. Ugh. I didn't love that. Um, I don't want to spit bath. Stop. Exactly. Yeah. And, um, so then I guess as we were hanging out here, it started to get late and I had a meeting the next morning. I was like, you know, all right, well, I'm ready to go to bed. And he pretty much asked, he said, you know, now that I've been here, I feel too drunk to drive. Do you mind if I stay? Which I, at this point, I'm just like, I just want to wash my makeup off and go to bed. And so I was like, well, okay, like I'm a nice person when I'm put into those scenarios or situations. It's really hard for me to be like, cause you, I mean, I wasn't like, well, I, I mean, didn't feel honestly, uncomfortable, but it was just like, mm. but you do feel slightly like kind of, you really would prefer that if they don't stay, but you now feel some level of either obligation or like. To do the right thing of, hey, if you have had too much to drink, of course, I don't ever want to be responsible for being like, no, you can't stay. And then they leave and they wreck their car or they something bad happens. Like, you don't want that to happen. So now you feel somewhat responsible, right? They're putting that on you. Yeah. Which. I mean, I would have felt terrible if something happened. And so I was just like, yeah, that, I mean, that's fine. He was like, I'll get up at five and leave, you know, first thing. But I do want to just kind of interject my initial thoughts on that. Mm-hmm. before we move to the next part. Mm-hmm. Um, if, Mr. HB, if you were okay enough to drive across the bridge and through town 
to get over to mm -hmm. her apartment. At that moment, you should have not been driving from there to there, number one. Number two, you then hung out. And I understand alcohol sometimes it starts. Hit you, you later. Yeah. yeah. But it just seems like to me it was an excuse. It kind seemed of. like it was with ulterior motives based on I, what your, next, felt action, that too. Yeah, what your mm -hmm. next actions were. No longer make it look like it was truly a safety and concern issue. It felt a little disrespectful. Yeah. So what happened next? But, yeah. So that ha he, he asked to stay. I was just like, okay, like, sure, whatever. Um, so I go wash my makeup off, put on my big t-shirt, ready for bed, grab Tucker, turning out lights, like Tucker sleeps with me, Parker sleeps on the floor, but I mean, I was ready to go to bed. So I get in bed and he makes his way in there and cuddles up to me like a koala on a tree. Like very, very, which I feel like, and this is for anybody, if you are too intoxicated to drive home or you feel like you need to stay somewhere and you've been, even if it's a, it's a first date, first couple of date scenario, you offer to sleep on the couch. Hey, do you yeah, have a, that probably would have been the better. Do you have a, a blanket or pillow I can use? Is there something yeah. rather than like, oh, okay, well you can sleep in here or, but like. I don't know. I just feel like be pretty clear about things. Yes. And I am mad at myself for not kind of being like more stern in my boundaries at this point. But so fast forward, snugging me like a koala bear to a tree um, and then proceeds to pull his PP his pee -pee out and rub it on my left butt cheek. And ask if he can basically go on my butt cheek. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Not my butt, my butt cheek. And in my mind, I'm thinking, how did I get here? <laughs> it's so uncomfortable. It was the most bizarre thing ever. I'd already made it pretty clear, like, I don't want to do that. We're not doing that. And that's not happening, like... Okay, but, like, I don't know. I was... My thing is, like, I went into this whole scenario of, like, this guy's pretty serious. He's looking for something serious. And then the date went great, and you would have got a second date had this not happened. But the behavior just did not back up. Well, how do you say that you're serious about dating some... Or you're serious and you're looking for something serious, and the very first night you're kind of like uh, manipulating your way to stay the night and then you're rubbing your dick on someone's butt cheek and then and asking if you can and i've never had someone ask that before yeah but like it's one, one thing if you're having sex and they request that but it's go, another thing where, do you where... Want me to go but yeah. not not when you're just laying in bed you're it's a solo act get up if you can't one you're where at the age hold is this dude 32 at 32 years old, mm -hmm. you have probably been ejaculating. It wasn't good. No, you get up, go to the bathroom, control your urges, roll over, go to sleep. Like, there's so many different things that you could have 100%. done. 100%. And it's not great Like, behavior. we've all been there where you're laying in bed and you're super turned on and you want to hook up with this person, but y'all have decided to wait. I've been there. I've been in that scenario multiple times. 
but that guy has enough respect for me and wanted to see where things went that we waited. Yeah. I, yeah. We all we're have. adults. You, if you, if you can't control your urge, turn over, face yeah. the other direction, go yeah. sleep on the sofa, like whatever. But when it, when I've made it clear, like, Hey, this isn't happening. And then it just proceeds to get weird. It made me feel so weird. It's not great. I did not like it at all. Well, and all. like you, I think you pretty much summed it up. Had he just, had he come here, even with the bad kiss, like met the dogs, hung out for a little bit, said his goodbyes, gone, like left, I would have been well, down for anyone, a second yeah, day. Anyone who is successful, we're adults, you end up having, one, be able to control your alcohol enough to where you know that this is a first date. You have to drive home. Number two, should you accidentally, because we all have, have too much or it'll go, wow, that hit me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I've had two drinks and it not hit me at all. And other times I've had those same exact two margaritas and then it, it completely did. Yeah. Right? Depends on the day and eating whatever stress. But you know what? We I'm pretty sure we all know how to work Uber. You sit there and you you leave you and you don't make the person that you are saying that you want to have a potential relationship with feel obligated to host you. And then if so, take your ass to the sofa or if you're laying in bed, be respectful of their space and their body and literally do not ask to put your bodily fluids on them when they're not doing anything to cause that to happen. No, because now instead of having a second or third date or or another shot at making up for not slobbering and licking her all over like a dog you could have been able to potentially see where things mm-hmm. went but now you just you i just felt solidify the fact that's not gonna happen and, and it just is it's just disheartening to me because i'm like Ugh. and another one like what more can i possibly do to like ask for some sort of respect like just respect people. One, you're not. You shouldn't be asking. for I respect. shouldn't have to ask for respect. You demand it, and then if it's not given, then you. But I shouldn't even have to demand it either. I no, feel I'm like what is wrong with these guys? Like just, I wasn't putting off those vibes. Like I just, it just was annoying, and basically inspired Lauren and I to talk about how y'all are. A lot of you are ensuring that you are single all the way. Yeah, maybe you really like Daydream and you date, you wanted a date or you texted uh, like, and it's just one example. We've all been out with somebody that's had a poor first date or second date. But like, if you don't have enough respect for yourself or the other person, we, we, that's how we just continuously end up in these situations where we're single because y'all are not giving us enough to work with. No, it's just, it's all bullshit. Like, I'm just so sick of putting myself out there. This is the first date I've been on since August, since I, you know, my last relationship ended and I was actually looking forward to it. And, and then she looked hot too. Thank you. I felt good. I felt hot. And I just, I feel like I keep getting let down. I'm let down. Yeah. And it's great. like, all I want is someone to genuinely take the time to get to know me and love me and my friends and my family for who I am. And us build a relationship, an empire, together. I don't want someone forcing themselves on me or doing weird shit. Like, I just want someone normal. But you know what? We're just going to have to build an empire together instead. Until that happens, I'm going to be perfectly happy 
sitting my ass in this apartment with Parker and Tucker on my sofa with my vibrator and I don't need any of you fools. And now that I'm off my soapbox, Lauren's going to tell us about a douche lord that did some bullshit crap to her too. And it's just going to reiterate everything that we constantly talk about that is pathetic. Yeah, I mean, I know that not all of our listeners are single. And so some of y'all may not be able to understand. But this is what Hey, is- but the sad part is, is this fool, you know. Yeah, so. so- some of you might have some sketchy ass husbands and boyfriends. So take note. So, the reason why we feel this way is because in a world of being single, you have one portion of the population out there who are complete just douche waffles and douche lords and who are operating and doing everything they can to try to get it in, which newsflash, usually you're not going to be able to get it in with a woman of our caliber. At that point, we're not going to be interested. Then you have the other, you have the other portion of these people who are maybe married or engaged or in long-term committed relationships pretending to be something that they're not because they're too insecure to speak up and say, you know what, I'm not ready for commitment or I'm unhappy. And so I'm going to try to live a double life here. And then you have the other ports of y'all honestly are just not doing a lot. Can y'all do better? And maybe, and this is, these are our three categories of shit. Um, and so what she's referring to is there's been this guy, I guess he saw my pictures because within the community, I think we, you know, we do a lot of things or we're seeing we're there. Anyway, he saw, started following and this guy would always like, like my story or like a, a new picture or post. And sometimes he would message me and I, he's one of quite a few and so a lot of times I don't put a lot of interest into I don't know who this person is you know right it's a hey like or hey thanks mm-hmm. um sometimes it's just not even acknowledging at all and then when I would do, wouldn't give any feedback he would go and like five to ten of my like picture like he literally would he go, was tapping on the window yeah and he would sit there and like go through I mean I'm not exaggerating when he I say he's probably liked something like 60 of my photos on my Instagram, right? Like, and like five to 10 at a time, like old ones. And I'd be like, okay, all right. Like trying to get my attention. I'm in busy season. It is open enrollment. I have not given this guy a lot of feedback on anything. He messages me the night, I guess it was sometime in the past week and was like, uh, Hey, I own a business. I want to try to talk. I want to talk about insurance. And I said, Oh, okay, great. So let me know. I'd be happy to do that. I get those messages all the time. And it was probably our first real conversation, even though I, he's been a little creepery. And so I sent him my cell phone number. I said, call me, call me next week. Like during, and we can discuss. I mean, you know what, if you, you may want to do something, but I'm going to absolutely make some money off of you if that's, if the opportunity is there and you're asking for it. And so I said, okay, <clears throat> well then, uh, when we, Wednesday night, we were out for Deidre's date. I'd hit a major checkpoint in my, my busy season where I was actually able to not work till midnight. And so I went and met her to kind of celebrate that. And then, and she'd also was a rock star. I had a huge meeting um, 
it's really exciting. I'm not going to be name dropping into my clients, but I've been doing some really phenomenal things. Mm-hmm. How, and uh, I'm going to present to the managers of all the locations for their, their insurance. And the owner makes some very last minute changes and fly by the seat while I'm driving down 30 and 35. Yeah. Deidre was here helping. Uh, literally, I'm walking her through formulas. She called me. <laughs> Having a full-blown meltdown, almost, I mean, she, I could hear the quiver in her voice that well, she was about to start crying. And I mean, I've been... I've, I was like, just tell me what I need to do. And I'm like, okay, it's this, and it's this, and look, this is how you figure out the payroll. And I mean, I just printed out, like, the most... Yeah, like, and luckily, things. I know how to do a lot of that stuff yeah. just um, from working in HR, so I was able to yeah, at least she, help her get the document the knowledge, updated. She uh, know-how, and then I was able to tell her the way that I do it and how we work it out, and mm-hmm. we got it done, and... So I wanted to, you know, buy her a drink. Buy a drink. And buy you a drink. And so, uh, and celebrate accomplishing these goals, just crushing it. And, uh, and so anyway, so he messages like, where y'all at? What are y'all doing? Blah, blah. Oh, that looks fun. We should go out sometime. I'm like, oh yeah. Do you come out to, you know, our area a lot? Oh yeah. You know, a little bit let's meet for lunch. I still want to talk to you about insurance. And I said, we don't have to meet for lunch to talk about insurance. Let's have a conversation. If you'd like to, you know, phone call, uh, call me. And then he's like, well, no, I'd really still, you know, like to take you to lunch. I'd like to get to know you. And I said, Oh, so you didn't just want help with insurance. Like totally just point like playing him along. Right. right? Like, uh, baiting. If y'all do not understand by now, you were all baited to see, are you worthy of any interest? 100%. And so... We're scoping out your responses. Yeah. And this fool, he listens. So just, if I were you, I'd sit tight, grab a glass of water, because you deserve the allow- the amount of burn you are about to get. Mm-hmm. And so he responds and it says, so you like young bucks, huh? First of all, that is <laughs> one individual's nickname not the entire just like population no, we don't of just and, like young men yeah no we like their dads too <laughs> yes <laughs> yes we do and I said that I said actually it depends on the person and it depends on uh the vibe and how we connect yep young buck and himself he I've said we get along but you know what I may mean two or three more other 24 year olds and absolutely completely turned off and be like, uh, how do you even have a conversation? 100%. With? Mm-hmm. And then in that situation, I'm like, do you have an older brother or a dad? Yep. Or even a stepdad? Mm-hmm. Just kidding. And so I, uh, I don't know. I was kind of annoyed by that. And then he made this reference and called me a cougar. And I said, you have to be over 40 to be a cougar. And he's like, Oh, I know. She's a puma. Get yeah. it fucking right. Get it fucking right. Douche. Canoe. And so he goes, well, oh, no, no, I'm just playing around. He's like, he literally messaged me something like, you are perfect. Everything about you. You seem to be so fun. Personality, you're beautiful. First of all, thank you. And you're you're right. You're you're right about a lot of those things. But it doesn't mean that I think that you are too. And so, or that I'm now in Silicon, like, oh, well, there goes my panties and there goes my shirt and there goes everything because you, whoops, there goes my shirt right over my head. <laughs> you know, that's my stripper song. Is it? Yeah. It's always when been. were you a stripper? <laughs> you know, everyone has that song that brings out their internal stripper. Oops. Yeah. Oh my, I don't know what mine, mine is. Oops. Oh my, is mine. No. We had it right. So anyway, uh, <clears throat> moving on, but they, 
he's just laying it on. And then he, he makes a comment. I'm like, oh, so what are, how old are you? Motherfuckers 30. And first of all, you are not a young buck. If you were in your, if there's a three in the part of your age as the front number, you're not a young buck. Young buck got his name because he's fucking young. You're not that bro. Like you're old enough to know better. And so he messages me again and says, uh, I don't know. He tells me something about how he had hooked up with someone who's 20 years older. And I said, he goes, is that bad? Because I'm now not responding because I'm uninterested in this conversation. I'm bored with it. If I want to yeah. talk about dicks and sex, I'm going to talk to Deidre. I'm not mm-hmm. going to talk to a stranger man. And so he was just trying to transition the conversation into a sexting one which and is then annoying. immediately says well 20 years i don't respond is like is that bad i said <clears throat> i guess it depends on how old you were like if you were fucking 15 yeah if you're and she's 35 being a creeper yeah that's a problem because i was 26 i said oh no totally fine go for it yep. I, and he then said tells me that he has a nine incher I now Ew, th- why would he tell you that? He says, I guess you liked being with somebody young and then and I uh, he said he said no, he said something like, uh, I like being I guess you like being with a a younger guy that or you know, a young big guy that and I said, Oh, did you help her out around the house? <laughs> Cause like that's when my mind I'm like I'm not gonna lie. Like, what can you help me do? I've had I've had you know, like not sexually, like around, you know, doing things. And I said, Oh, are you a, you a big guy? Are you handy? And he said, asked if he was a big guy. I said something like, are you tall? I said, sounds a little, no, I said, are you tall? I didn't say, are you big? I said, are you a tall person? Like, yes, I was, it was very clear. I was not sexual in, in my responses. He then says, Oh, I meant big, like big and tall, like nine inch. I don't respond. Ew, I disappear. What the? I disappear. And then he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I said, yeah, I didn't. Knock it off. He goes, why so short? Are you scared? First of all. Oh, let me tell you, sir. We're grown ass women. And no, we're not fucking scared. And I could write you a fucking manual we of, could, on how to do like, better. But also learn how to sext. Because this is just coming on way too strong. That's what I'm getting, and it's the not, biggest turnoff. Yeah. So now of I'm I'm so not into interested. I respond back and I said, "What? Scared of what?" I said, "No." And I just don't recall asking the size of your your member. And I don't think that's information you should be volunteering if someone doesn't ask. I literally texted. Deidre, but who would ask if a, a female is asking you how big your pee pee is? She's probably a hoe. And if y'all might be able to hear Tucker snoring in the background right now. And the only time that I think I've ever asked was whenever someone was being a complete douchebag. And I was sitting there with friends and we were laughing and joking going, watch this motherfucker's going to say. Yeah, nine times out of ten, we're with our other girlfriends and you're being made fun of. We're laughing at you, not with you. Oh, Jesus. And so he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was too much. Then he tells me he's going to go to sleep. And dream of me. I respond back. And I'm like, that's a bit much. The next morning, don't say anything. Good morning. Good morning, babe, or something. Sends me a selfie. And then I don't respond. And then I'd already told him that I'm very busy with, but if you want to talk about insurance, it'd be a phone conversation. I'm very, very busy till the 15th. And then he says, uh, well, 
who do you live with? And if you're on my page, you know, and if y'all listen to the podcast, which he says he had listened, I have two children. You know Mm -hmm. that I do. Um, And then I said, why? What about you? And he said, oh, I live with the roommate. Next message. I'm uh, I roll. I said, why? Yeah, he had his and the eye roll. And I said, why? Why the face? And he said, because I'm over it. Next message. I'm going to come live with you. Laughing face. I send back the fucking gift of like pump the brakes. Then he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. Hey, I'm free for lunch tomorrow. I don't respond. And then he says, uh, he like sends me UGG and all this other shit. And what was weird is I was telling my, my friend Sam about it. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's being a total creeper. Like, it's kind of weird. And so he's very protective of me. So any man that is of any, just so you know, you have like five levels of human beings that you're going to have to yep. go through. And so Sam is like, no, this Joker's not it. I'm like, yeah, for sure. And he's like, what's his, his page again? So I tell him his Instagram page. And I'm like, wait, I think I have to go and pull and look. Because I've honestly never even looked at his profile. This full, like, I liked everything. I've never even looked at his profile. I finally go and I try to pull it. It says not found. While he's actively Mm -hmm. texting me. Sam is looking. His page is there. So he's blocked me, messaging Mm -hmm. me. I said, what happened to your IG? He said, oh, something about I was I was blocked temporarily because of guns. I'm like, uh-huh. So the next day, because all this is happening. Guns? I don't know. He made a post. I don't, I'm obviously not interested. And so then he says, <clears throat> this is it. The next morning I get, uh, whenever he's texting me and saying he's going to move in with me, I'm like, who the fuck is this human being? He then, um, I, I find his business page because he's watching my story with it. One within 30 seconds, it was a click here. Oh, this is your business page. Mm -hmm. Click here. Here's a picture of you. Oh, first female listed on there. I click on her page. She is his fiance. They are engaged. That's his roommate that he eye rolled and and was over living with. Yeah. And I just, I know you're listening and I just want you to know that this qualifies you as our absolute jerk of the week. And I have not responded to you since. And the reason why is because you have a fiance who was saying you were the most loyal, most <laughs> wonderful. Bless her freaking heart. Yes. Man of her dreams. And you over here are telling me how amazing and wonderful I am. And that you are trying to take me out and have lunch and all of these things. And it's disgusting. You are disgusting. That is yeah. so fucking nasty if you want to be a whore and you want to sleep around do not have some poor innocent one woman on the other side who thinks you're so in love with her who you bought a diamond ring for and are saying you're gonna make a commitment to well and it's like what are you doing are you bored are you insecure and just needing constant reassurance from other females like are you wanting to listen to me fart in the other room that bad <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. He Maybe might, that's the one have a, that's ever happened. Have a type. No, that's only happened one time. Well, and if you haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to the red episode, flags episode. Episode eight. Episode eight. Red flags. And then you'll get that little, Re- little comment. Little reference. But yeah. So but all of this just to say like these are behaviors that men continually do and it is a hundred percent ensuring 
that y'all remain single. Now, this douche lord that Lauren was just telling us about, unfortunately, he has some sweet soul that he has fooled into marrying him. Little does she know, he's an absolute piece of dog doo-doo that probably has cheated on her before or he just fishes for attention until it crosses a line and then he backs off. I don't know what type of person you are, but all I know is you're a piece of shit. And, you know, there are some other things that, that we can kind of highlight that are like, okay, these are also things. If you're trying to be in a relationship with someone or you're trying to date someone seriously and you're still doing these behaviors, we can almost guarantee you're going to stay single. 100%. And I know we're single, but it's because all of you fools. Well, and I choose to be. I don't want to, like, what this, part yeah, of this makes this me is want my to put choice. myself out all there? Of this, all of this behavior makes us come running back. Like, Yeah, so I could be the poor pitiful soul that thinks that I'm with this amazing man who's out there being a jerk or uh, and trying to cheat on me. Or maybe, you know, I've... I don't know. Being flaky, like if you can't be consistent, you set up dates, you're, I can't wait to see you. I want to see you. Hey, we're, let's hang yeah. out, you know, Saturday if you night. you set up a date with me and yeah. then somehow flake and, and there's not like a very good reason as to why you're canceling, that is a red flag for all of us. And um, we don't like it. It's, it's not a thing. And you're not serious about dating. If you are, we were talking to my uh, very dear friend, Sean, earlier Um, and he's actually gay. And so he said for him, it's a red flag. If someone is pretty much saying, oh, I want this serious relationship, but then he looks at your social media and you're just constantly partying all the time. And all you post is about being out and doing that is, that is, that's a huge red flag. If you were trying to sit there and put yourself out there and say, I'm ready for a serious relationship, but then you're at the club. Yeah. And I know men that are late thirties, early forties, and they still are out at the bars getting bottle service. And it's like, knock it off. You will be a guaranteed bachelor for the rest of your life. And you may want that. If you do, cool, do that. But if you are if mid you, to late 30s yeah. and still doing that. You can't. How do you expect anybody to take you seriously if you can't even or want to be around you if you can't even spend two nights at home. Single all the way. By yourself. I mean, if you're if you have such a constant need for attention or being entertained or jumping from a relationship to another or having to be out because you cannot manage to sit at home and make dinner for yourself and watch a show or read a book yeah. or find like, what you why, like. You could buy a bottle of the bottle of liquor that you're spending $500 on at a stupid teeny bopper bar is $20 at the liquor store down the street. And if that's what you want to do, if that's what you want to waste your money on, if you're not going to be investing your money and and taking these steps to be an adult and be in a serious relationship, which I'm, I get it. Like, we all want to ha- splurge and have a good time every now and then. But if you're doing it every weekend, like, you're not taking the steps you need to take to... No. build a life for your to, to I build don't want a life. anybody who's only focusing on you know next week uh like she said i'm trying to build an empire i'm mm-hmm. building let me correct that i am building yeah an empire i am not going to be in the same place 
I have not been continuously, even though life was handing me a real shit hand. I, every single year I look back and I'm amazed at the growth, even if sometimes it's a rebuild to now looking forward. And if I'm not with a man that has the same long-term vision for his own mm -hmm. personal life, what makes me want to attach my ship to your, to yours? We don't. And I'm not carrying you along and letting you put a, be a little tugboat, mm -mm. tug, tug, butt boat, tugboat. Why was that hard to say? I'm not sure. Tugbutt, though. I like that. <laughs> tugbutt. If you want to be a little tugbutt. Yeah. Tugbutt boat tied to my ship. I'm not pulling you along with me either. It's not a ship. It's a yacht. We're creating yacht lifestyles for ourselves. And we don't want some dingo boat attached to the back. That's not what we're working with. Full of a ding dong. Just that's if that's if you think that you're. PP, however big or small it is. Your nine inch PP. Let's be real. You're probably lying because you're white. <laughs> <laughs> no matter the no size. No offense to all the white guys out there that, that have bigger than average. Uh, <laughs> if your PP or sex or something is the only thing you're bringing to the table, like she just said, we'll go get a vibrator. We'll post up on the couch, not together, but like we will much rather have that scenario. Yeah. I don't, if you're. Because I have the peace of mind knowing that I don't have a fucking boyfriend out there trying to cheat on me. Yeah. Or fiance. Or use me or control me or do any of the things without letting me. You and know. honestly, I will say this. If a man does, going back to like him telling you the size of his junk. Honestly, it's more entertaining to me if you're open and honest about not being well endowed. Like I've had a guy in the past that we we're joking and we weren't even sexting, but he was like, don't get too excited. It's not that big. Like that shit's funny. Our, our really good But friend. if you're like gloating about the size of your penis, no. like knock it off. Our really good friend we were with this past weekend. I won't say his name to save him. Oh, uh, he <laughs> said the bigger the belly, the smaller the the peepee. -pee. Yeah. And you know what? He's like been, I said, it's great. Pro dad bods over here. Because it's not about that. It's not to, I mean, if you, if it is about that, then I'm not the for some for women, it might be. And but I, to yeah. me, it's not. It's not about that. It's about our chemistry and what we have going on. And if you're, I mean, you can be a five. And if you have a personality that's amazing and, and just a good you're heart, ten. you're a 10 in my eyes. Right. Well, and that's why when he was texting and saying, oh, you you like young bucks. And I do want to just kind of reiterate on something. Last episode, Deidre had said, you know, how was talking about how me, I'm a very sexual person. This is just like a public service announcement. Being a sexual person does not equate to being easy or slutty or like. No. And so whenever. It's you enjoy. Yeah. You can be sexual and just not be interested in being with anyone. Right. Or only one person the person i'm the biggest slut for is whenever i'm in a committed relationship and i'm and, and i'm loyal nothing and I wanna, is yeah. more exciting than just being obsessed with your partner yeah or i don't i don't have a sex addiction where i have to go and just get it in or i'm so thirsty for it that some fucking joker on instagram is going to be i'm yeah. not going to be aroused by you tell me you have a nine inch or when it's yeah. probably a four if anything that grosses us out yeah. but to sum it all up keep doing this behavior and you are 100% going to stay single. If you are serious about wanting to be in a relationship, either like you it. have some things to change. Yeah, act like it.
I respect yeah. nothing more about some of the guys that I've talked to in the past. And are like, you know, honestly, I'm just in a place where I'm really trying to, you know, focus on my career. I mm -hmm. want I want certain things for myself. And so I'm putting my energy into that right now. That's awesome. So am I. Great. Well, and I'm just happy to know that we have guy friends that we tell these things to, that the behaviors that some of you are doing, we tell our guy friends and girlfriends and, and their minds are blown. Like they are constantly like, we feel for you yeah. because it's just a letdown. But yeah, aside from all that, whatever. What are you watching? You still watching White Lotus? Yes. Did you see last week's? Uh, uh, yeah. And the non-nephew situation? Definitely not the nephew. Wild. It was a wild episode. I'm so ready for this week's. Like, this season just keeps getting crazier and crazier. Who do you think is going to die? I either think it is one of the that group of men, like the con, art, con artist men. Mm -hmm. What if it's the grandpa? I was thinking it might be either grandpa or like the what dad if he goes for a swim or and just Alfie? dies. Yeah. But then I thought, okay, what if the girl who's the prostitute? What if her pimp gets in some kind of altercation? And I don't know. I for some reason I don't feel like it's going to be a, one of the multiple, main characters. They said there's multiple bodies. Remember when they were having the conversation in the beginning when they pulled it? So I think there's going to be several. So we'll be we'll see. Yeah. I just I don't for some reason I don't think it's going to be one of like the main. People. characters i mean they keep shocking us so we'll see Wh whatever whoever it is we're probably all gonna be shocked yeah. and then i know you don't watch it but i know some of our listeners do i'm very excited i'm enjoying yellowstone though i feel like it's right now it's kind of a they're summing up a lot of like lines party you know and stories and casey the mm, cowboy so i would hot. oh my god he's so hot i like yellowstone i just got i was getting really over beth yeah, she wore me out in the She the was She's it's like girlfriend, get over yourself. Like go to therapy, work through your issues and stop being so dramatic about everything. You know what? That's a wonderful point that I feel like if you're any if you have noticed any of your behaviors of yourself being like anything we've talked about for the past 45 minutes, go get some damn therapy. therapy. Yeah. Mental health. I know it's expensive. A lot of these like therapy places though offer payment plans they even have some kind of like like well you have you listen you have to live with your brain and your internal thoughts and who you are as a person for the rest of your life mm -hmm. you're that's the only consistent thing within you why would you not want to make sure that it is the well and i think it's a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that they they have a problem or they think oh therapy's for pussies like yeah. i know like our parents generation they are so stone cold on you just hide your emotions. Yeah, well, that's like, part oh, of the you feel this way. Oh, let's just push that down push deeper. Because I, I mean, I know for a fact, I know our generation of people is de are definitely more open to the idea of, you know, therapy and seeking that type of help and and being like pro mental health. But um, well, it's because we were raised by a generation that said shove it down deep and don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, hundred percent. But if you feel like you have some traits that are causing you to continually, or you have outbursts like Beth, or you maybe you're any of those. I mean, these are wonderful things. And uh, I think your buddy that we talked to earlier. There's we He's live in a wonderful. world full of people who gaslight themselves, mm -hmm. and then internally, 
that's their voice and then they end up gaslighting everyone else around them because they're not able to accept their truth and who they are sometimes self-awareness is the most important thing and if you cannot be honest with yourself that you can be a little toxic or have some shit you need to deal with and you think that you don't motherfucker everyone around you now knows that you are the problem because you refuse to accept that about yourself like yeah i mean if you have a bunch of mental issues we're all going to know you're the problem. Yeah, so. but you're going, I don't have a problem. You're the problem. Yeah, if you say you don't have a problem, everybody has some sort of problem. Every, everyone around you is pointing out some, con- there's a consistent uh, behavior there. You are the issue. <laughs> are you referring to anyone in particular? Maybe a handful. Yeah. Well, other than that, don't be a Beth. Don't be a cheater. A cheater. Trick of the week is this fool that Lauren was telling us about. So gross. You're lucky I'm not saying your name and your handle so your wife, before she's locked into a legal marriage to you, knows better. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know anyone that knows her or him, so other they're very lucky in that situation. Well, and we're not trying to break up. No, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not trying to break, and we're not doing that, but it makes me sad for her because she seems like... Because this is what, the second time? We're only on episode 11. This is the second time yeah. we have told a story of some douche doing this to their fiance. Right. Um, real quick, shout out to whoever's listening in Japan. We got another yeah. country. Um, seven countries, guys. Kitty whispers. Seven countries worldwide and i think more than half of the states in the u.s we have some listeners so that's so fun. love that we love it we are real excited to yep. carry through and end this year with y'all um and then move into 2023 we got mm-hmm. some really good things loaded on the docket yeah we have an epo we're actually going to do some recording later this week but this weekend we're going to be in mexico and we're going to record an episode there so that should be fun friday i was going through it trying to get through work and i actually hadn't talked to Deidre really a lot that day and <laughs> she texted me and she said guess what and i said what <laughs> not, not just what I, <laughs> what what i knew that was the tone and she said <laughs> she says <laughs> This time next week, we'll be getting ready for Mexico. And I literally was like, yay. She was was like, I needed that. And I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah, it's all caps. I needed this. Mm -hmm. So we hope you all have a great week. Don't be a douche canoe. Nope. And uh, if you listen to this and we talked about you and you feel slightly offended, honestly, it's an opportunity for you to do. It's a learning opportunity. Do better. I'm not saying you're a bad person. You just made some questionable decisions. That did not align with who you say you want to yeah, be. Yeah. It did it. So better. We hope you all have a great one. And have we will a good week. Talk to you soon. Later. Bye-bye. Bye.